Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. Hi there. Welcome to Margie TV. I am your hostess with the mostest. This is Margie March. We are coming to you today with a special edition. We have a gentleman from Lehigh, Pennsylvania, talking to us about humanity. Uh, Mark Pinsley, let me read a little bit about him so you get to know him better. Um, Mark has many, he has worn many hats in his life, but he has always been the same person underneath. A 15-year resident of Lehigh County, Mark is currently serving as Lehigh County's controller. Prior to his election in 2019, he served as a South Whitehall Township Commissioner. Mark is also a successful small businessman running his company, Dermamed Solutions, for nearly a decade. Before venturing out on his own, Mark was a global product manager for a $14 billion company. Now, let us welcome Mark Pinsley, Lehigh County Controller, and um, I think he's going to be a Senate candidate in 2022. Um, that's a ways away, but I cannot wait for you to get to hear from Mark. And so we are going to bring him from the green room. Hold tight. Um, I hope Mark is ready for us. Hold tight to here we go. Hello, Mark. Hey, Margie. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for reaching out to us. Um, welcome to our show. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, what we do is we get together and talk about everyday issues that impact humans. And so we're happy that you're here. And to break the ice, we have a few questions for you. Great. Well, the first question is share three fun facts about yourself, something that we cannot find on the Internet. I know you're probably out there. You're a politician, but I don't want us to be able to find this if we Google you. So please share those three fun facts with us. OK, let's see. So uh, one is when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I tend to stretch. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like I'm trying to accomplish two things at the same time, right? <laughs> like we only have so much time in the morning. I'm like, all right, what can I get done? Two things, two things at once. Uh, so like that's definitely something that at least as far as I know is not on the Internet at all. Um, the second thing is, and I don't think it's on the Internet. I actually lived in Memphis, Tennessee for five years uh, and we had our first child down there, my daughter. Um, and that was, you know, I have to admit, like I, I, you know, I had lived in Boston previously and moving from Boston uh, to Memphis was uh, quite a change. You know, so in Boston, you know, when I was, I was working in the IT field at the time and, you know, in Boston, you know, you would get there at 8 a.m. and you wouldn't leave until, you know, 8 p.m. or later. You know, in Memphis, it was like you got there at nine, you left at five. It was a whole different lifestyle. It was actually much better, to be honest. 
But like, I remember my first day on the job, I, I didn't know what to do. Everybody was leaving the office and I was like, are we supposed to leave? I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Um, let's see. And let's see. The third thing might be, let's see. I had a dog named Sugar. And uh, the reason I named her Sugar, I, I got her when I was two years old. Uh, and I remember naming her. I can actually remember naming her. And it was from sugar and spice and everything nice. And that's what little girls are made of. Wow. Well, I, we got to know some facts that we might not find out there. So thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> My pleasure. Your example about Memphis, Tennessee, once upon a time, I lived um, in the Northeast and then I moved to North Central Arkansas and it was very different um, from what I was used to um, from the Northeast. So I can empathize <laughs> from Boston to Memphis. We actually had to drive a few hours to get to Memphis, Tennessee, to pick up folks from the airport when they were visiting, visiting us. And so, um, yeah. It's a nice area. You know, I liked Memphis. One of the things I actually liked about it, because it's sort of the center of the state, um, which you could get anywhere pretty quickly. And I flew a lot. So, uh, you know, it was nice to be able to, if I wanted to get to California, it was three hours. If I wanted to get to New York, it was three hours. So it was kind of nice from that perspective. And the people there were just lovely people. Yeah, lovely, lovely people. You know, those of us in the South, we um, we are sweet to a core. Um, <laughs> yes. It's so true. You know, like my wife and I, we bought, uh, you know, we bought a house down there and we moved down and, you know, people came out and they brought us wine, like our neighbors brought us wine and you know, introduced themselves. And that just does not happen, or at least in our case, that did not happen in Boston. It's it's just not that kind of, you know, you're kind of more distant in Boston a bit, right? Uh, and in Memphis, it was just so friendly. I loved it. Well, we could kill you with hospitality. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Yes. Um, you, you know, Mark, as I was reading your bio, um, you are the controller of Lehigh County. Tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to get into that job. Yeah. So, you know, to be honest, like getting into politics was kind of late for me in life. Like I've always been a business guy. I was always sort of motivated by business. You know, 2016 happened. Trump got elected. Uh, you know, I'm Jewish. So when he was talking about the Muslims and the Mexicans and stuff like that, it really just grated on me. And I just wanted to balance out the world a little bit, you know, like I needed to feel some balance and that was what got me into politics and the controllership kind of, um, so the controllership is about money. Uh, and, and like my background has been in finance and marketing. And so I felt like that was a good fit for me. Uh, and it actually has been really good. Like, in fact, just um, this past week, uh, because of work that my office did, we ended up saving the county three million dollars um, out of seven million that we, that we were spending. So it just it's a feel good for me. Like, I feel like I'm doing something good for the world. Well, um, it always feels good to do something good for the world. I read a quote today that said that you, when um, the sun is shining, it doesn't shine on itself. It shines on others. And so it's always it always feels better when uh, you see other people doing well because of maybe something that you helped with or something that you did. So it must it must be a good feeling for you. It is. I love that quote, too. That's really nice. Yeah, I, it is a good feeling. You know, it's it's like better to give a gift than get one kind of thing, right? Like, I, yeah, I butchered it, but uh, you get the gist. Yeah, no, I really like it, yeah. 
Now, Mark, I'm going to get around to asking you about your favorite food and a few other questions. We don't have a lot of time. We have probably, what, 12 more minutes to wrap up our conversation. But um, you 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 did mention why you went into um, into politics. Um, but has it been what you thought it was? Um, no. <laughs> uh, I think, so yes, I've, in the sense that I feel like I have accomplished something, I think that has been good. I think one of the things about politics that I didn't recognize, to some extent, it's almost like going back to, to high school again, right? Like there's a lot of cliques uh, that get involved and 50% of the people like you for no reason, right? When you're running and 50% of the people hate you for no reason, you know, and, and it, that's kind of very difficult to get used to, right? Like, I, obviously, I tend to like people just in general. If I don't, you know, like until you get to know them, like I give them the benefit of the doubt. And it's kind of awkward or weird to, you know, have somebody who really dislikes you and you have no idea why. Uh, and they start talking about you or whatever. And that's how it kind of feels like high school. And so that's something I, I really didn't have any expectation of. Yeah, um, you know, uh Sometimes uh, we 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 think so highly of certain things, and then when it actually happens, it's like, oh, is that it? Yes, uh, yes. Right? <laughs> you know. But you're still in it because you have plans of running in 2022. So yes. you might be so desensitized after all. Yeah, you know, I think you learn how to live with it, right? Like just like in high school, I guess. Um, and you know, one of the things is, is like. So some of the things that I want to do just require a larger platform. Uh, so I have been really focused on criminal justice issues in a variety of ways. Uh, and just as an example, as controller, one of the things that I looked at was how much it costs for a prisoner to make a phone call. And one of the things that I found in Lehigh County was for every dollar that a prisoner spends in a phone call, 70 cents of that goes to the county as a commission. So last year, we made $750,000 in commissions off of prisoner phone calls. And, you know, like, it's not even the prisoner that's paying, right? It's the family member that's paying, who's or loved one, I should say, who's paying. And they're already struggling, you know, financially, in, in many cases, because a father's not there, a son is, you know, incarcerated. And we're, we're just putting money on top of money. And, and like, and that's something that I just completely disagree with. Uh, so that's one thing. And the other thing on the same side is I see that um, how our public defender's budget is less than our district attorney's budget. You know, and so the public defender, of course, is the person that, you know, helps people that can't afford their own lawyers. And in our case, the DA's budget is about three times that of the public defender's budget. But the public defender has 75% of the cases that the DA does. So my way of thinking is, is like the, the public defender should have 75, at least 75% of the budget of the DA. And so this despair, these are the kind of disparities that, that I just don't like. And in order to do something about those things, I need to go up to state Senate to see if I can, if I can rectify some of those things. So Mark just wants to change the world. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting you mentioning um, about how much money um, the, the the state is making of prisoners. Um, when you put the numbers out there like that, then it seems like um, if you want to make more money, you're putting more people in prison. That's um, exactly right. 
And I, 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 I hate to think of it that way. I, I wish you, um, I wish you well. I wish your opponent well. I wish everybody who wants to bring good well. And so, thank you. Know, you. I think the, the, the part about this chat is we try to get to know each other as humans because yeah. we have one thing in common, and that's our humanity. We yeah. are not um, a divided nation like how um, sometimes the news and the media lets us believe. Um, yeah. because we have something in common. I mean, I am a woman of color. You are a white Caucasian male. And we still have stuff in common that we can talk about, that we can smile about. And so I want to tap into that humanity a bit and That's ask great. you a few questions um, as we're trying to wrap up. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie uh, was probably A Few Good Men. And I don't know why. It just always sticks with me. Although, you know... Um, uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is right there, too. So I like them both. <laughs> okay, so we got you. A Few Good Men and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. How about your favorite song? My favorite song? Oh, um, uh, Annie's Song by John Denver. Oh, favorite Yeah, I used, to, I used to serenade my wife before she was my wife. <laughs> oh, so you're one of those people. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. I hope you're still serenading her because oh definitely no doubt no doubt you but now she like mm -hmm. she uh, you know she tells me the song now whatever it is I sing what she likes <laughs> well you better get those flowers and do your thing okay? <laughs> now what is your favorite food Mark you know I'm a steak and potatoes guy for sure I was you know I never got into sort of like fancy food but I do like a good steak. A good steak. Okay. Okay. Um, you want it well done, medium rare? What, how do you medium know? well. Medium, medium well. well. So just a little bit of pink. Okay. See, people, you are getting to know about Mark. Um, so when he's ready to run for office, you can come dig up this podcast and be like, oh, that's the guy who likes that movie. Yes. <laughs> so what book are you what book are you reading or did you read currently? You know, I just read a book and I can't quite think of the name. It was like a, Courage, finding courage or a courage. It was about a gentleman named De Dennis Kucinich, Kucinich uh, who was, um, you know, a very poor young man uh, who went on, ended up being a, um, a congressman. Uh, and it just really, it's really, the interesting thing about the story, quite honestly, is normally when you read sort of an autobiography, it focuses on someone's later life. So they kind of, you know, kind of give you very little about the beginning of their life and it's more focused in the end. And this was really focused on his childhood. And he was a very poor, poor kid. And, you know, they, they moved from house to house. I think he had like 17 or 20 moves, like in his youth. And it was just very insightful to me. Wow. Wow. Well, um, interesting. Um, was he from Ohio? He was. That's oh. right. You know who it is then? Well, um, it's because we have a politician um, by the same name or similar name. Um, That's in him. Ohio. Yes, yes. That's him. Yeah. I just read his book. Okay. Um, was he, do you know him? Was he a good politician? No, I don't. I don't know him personally. I just saw him on TV. Um, oh, okay. so, yes, yes. And you know, humanity chess, we, we try to stay away from politics. And so, yeah, um, I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, his book was very good, you know, because it really talked about his youth. And that was what I liked about it was, uh -huh. You know, he wasn't talking about what he did as an adult and all the, you know, things that he accomplished. Mm -hmm. He really talked about how hard his life was in, in the early days. Oh, oh, 
okay, good to know. Good to know. Mm. Now, this question really tells us the kind of person you are. So think about your answer carefully. Who is your role model? My grandfather. Okay. Yeah. So I lived with my grandfather, I think, for seven years about. And we, uh, we, he was a traveling salesman. I worked with him for that period of time. So we, we literally traveled in the car about 30,000 miles every year. And he was really a man who believed in honor. And so I try to live up to that expectation that he, that he placed. Well, your grandfather um, will be proud wherever he is right now. Yeah, I hope so. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, my next question, uh, Mark, is two things you like about Pennsylvania, or more specifically about Lehigh County. Yeah, so starting with more of the broader base, which is Pennsylvania. You know, one of the things I love about Pennsylvania is it's just, you know, Pennsylvania stands for Penn's Woods. Uh, and it's just a beautiful kind of part of the country. There's lots of woods here, lots of trees. You know, if you go up in a helicopter or a plane and drive over, it's just, it's green. It's very beautiful. A lot of just natural resources. So that's one of the things that I like about it. And then from Lehigh County perspective, one of the really nice things about Lehigh County is it's very easy to get to many different places. So we have some good, really, you know, arts uh, here, you know, where you can go to the theater or whatever. Or if you want to go to New York, you can go to New York in an hour and a half. You can go to Washington in a couple of hours. You can go to Philadelphia in a couple of hours. So it's just a really nice place to be able to get to a lot of different places and feel connected to the world. Oh, well, if you had to change anything about um, Lehigh County, I know you've talked about the prison system. I know you, but if you had to change anything, if you had to pick one thing to change, what would you do? One thing to change? Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, I mean, I'd lift people out of poverty uh, if I could. You know, like we have, you know, a lot of people that, you know, struggle. Uh, and so that if I could give them that, that would be that would be sort of my magic wish. Well, that's um, that's a wish that I wish that we could um, we could fulfill. Yes, me too. It, it is heartbreaking um, to see people suffer. And so, yes, especially right now, you know, like it's very difficult right now. You know, COVID you know, isn't gone yet. And so there are certain areas that, you know, like restaurants and things like that, they're not back at 100 percent. So, yeah, it's, it's going to, you know, we're it was already bad before. It's gotten worse. Yeah, I think it will get better. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Like I can see the economy returning, but we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. We hope for that day where there will be that light. Um, at the end of the tunnel. Now, Mark, in closing, I mean, this the time has just flown by, but in closing, if you were to meet someone and you had to introduce yourself to that person with an elevator pitch, what would you say? I would say, you know, I'm Mark Pinsley. I'm running for state Senate. <laughs> I would start there. Um, you know what I would say? Look, I'm an entrepreneur. And what I want to be able to do is, is provide a helping hand to others that, you know, want to either start their own business or they want to find, you know, a way to climb their own ladders um, and anything that I could do to help, I, I would be happy to do that. And then anything that we can learn from each other, you know, I am, you know, open to learning from them as well. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, that's that Jewish guy from Lehigh County. He just gave you his pitch. Um, <laughs> I'm going to follow your progress. Um, Thank and I you. Hope we can, I hope we can have you back on the podcast. Um, listeners, viewers, um, it has been great getting to know Mark Pinsley of Pennsylvania. I am your hostess for the mostest, the host of Humanity Chats, um, the best author um, on this part of, um, of the world. Um, yeah, I don't even know why I said that, but you know, <laughs> um, you know it has been it has been nice um, to chat with you, and I look forward to seeing you soon. And um, for everybody who tuned in, thank you, thank you for joining us. We hope to um, we hope to come to your living rooms or your phones or devices soon. Um, you know, next up we have Kathy McKay, who is running for mayor of um, Spurnberg. Um, just next week. And so we're going to learn about Kathy's favorite food as well and a few other things. And she will give us her elevator pitch. So don't go too far. Subscribe, subscribe to Margie TV on the YouTube. Listen to us on the podcast. Give us a rating if you love what you hear from us and keep coming back. And so for Mark and myself, we say good night and we will see you soon. Good night. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. We are humans from all around the world, one kind only, and that is humankind. Your friend, Margie Marge.